0: lovely people welcome to dope Clouds, episode 15 how are you doing today um what's going on uh i i just uh had hot sauce and my mouth is like still like tingly and like hot you know (laughs) so i should probably drink something but it's like a nice um it's a weird kind of like i just you know feel warm in the mouth you know (laughs) What a way to start, um, because it's different. Well, it's the same as when you have like a, a taste lingering in your mouth. It's like a good thing, right? It feels. It reminds you of what you were just eating, which is always good, um, if it was a good thing, obviously. What if it's What if it's a bad thing? Isn't that the worst feeling in the world? Just you ate like, you know, what's a, what's something that tastes bad. <laughs> The first thing that came to my mind was tartare. I have no idea what that is (laughs) or what it tastes like. Steak tartare, right? That's a thing. Here, I'm going to very professionally Google. But doesn't tartare sound so unappealing? Oh, there's tartar for for teeth. Steak tartare? Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, meat, see, this is just, I have no context for this, because, have I ever revealed on the show that I am a vegetarian? That's interesting. So I, I don't eat meat, um, for whatever reasons, uh, but, so whenever I see a list of, like, on a menu, or on, like, I'm wikipedia right now, I see, like, a list of, uh, information about what kind of meat it is and how it's prepared, or like I have no idea what any of this means. I have no context, so it's like, yeah, meat dish made from raw ground meat. It's like seared or served, whatever, with a side of you know whatever. <laughs> like it's not not helpful. Um, yeah, so when you have steak tartare and it was not good, it was not well prepared, um, and then you go throughout your day and you have to be reminded of it all day. That's the whole like, you gotta, um, you gotta brush your teeth, man. <laughs> but right now I have hot sauce, and like it's keeping me. It's like it's like lifting me up a little bit. It's like keeping me. Uh, like it's like a tiny little jolt of energy, you know, because it's like, it's percolating, man. It's not like a dull flavor. It's like, it's warmth. Um, man, you can really tell. when I sit down to do this thing and I have something planned out to say (laughs) versus when I do not. (laughs) What's up, guys? (laughs) You know, like, I've, it's funny, I I go through the week and I'm like, I'm observing things or whatever. I'm like, oh, that would be great to talk about on the podcast. People would really think that was interesting. And then by the time the Sunday rolls around and I'm like ready to go and record. But I like I can't get the juices going like on command, you know, like I just need to be able to like I don't know Whenever I whenever inspiration strikes then I hit the I hit the mic, but um Yeah, I'm just sitting here. It's uh It's like one of those days, you know um, I feel like Sunday mornings are the hardest To kind of get yourself going to like this happens to me every single week Weekdays, all five days, just standard, you know, doing your best or whatever, right? Saturday, you either... You relax more. But you usually... I I feel like you have an activity you're doing. Or like some, like... Weekend with a capital W, like, thing you're doing. You know? Uh, And then that happens. You might go out that night or whatever. Then the next day... Every weekend, I... I'm like, I'm going to make productive use of my Sunday. And I like I, I like write out all the stuff I'm gonna do. Like I write laundry, as if the laundry's ever gonna get done. <laughs> you know. But um laundry and like, oh yeah, maybe organize the room or like, you know, put your uh you know, organize your shelf or whatever. And then like, oh, three things I have to do, and usually for me it's do the podcast, and I'm like saturday evening i'm like all jazzed like i'm gonna go out and do it like I'm, i mean i go to bed excited and i'm gonna wake up eight hours later and just do it but then i wake up and i'm like it's sunday <laughs> and i'm like i'm tired i could just stay in bed longer you know it's hard to get yourself going basically which is why this it's the afternoon right now <laughs> it's definitely not uh a crisp 11 a.m. you know like that's a different kind of zone to be in you know but it's two I have to record uh, we can't miss any more weeks at this point you know um, did you hear the pigeon all right so I th- there's been a thing I maybe this was always the case but only recently have I started noticing outside my window like, on the street, I hear pigeon noises, or pigeons, all the stupid time, and I walk out, and there's always pigeons right outside my window, like, um, or on the street, like, right outside, because I'm on the first floor, you know, Um, dude, I love a lot of things in this world, (laughs) I am, you know, patient and receptive uh, with a lot of things going on um, a lot of things that present themselves to be in this universe, the one thing I have no patience for, dude, is freaking pigeons, dude. No patience for those things. It's the, it's consistently so annoying, (laughs) so obnoxious, and I know it's just a thing in New York, like, it's a New York thing, um, I don't know why, why did we decide, why did we allow, like, I hear people talking about them as if as if they're an infestation, which I'm pretty sure they one hundred percent are and usually when you hear infestation, usually along that along with that comes we do not know how to get them out of here. <laughs> they're multiplying too quickly, but dude, what a nuisance, dude everywhere, and like it, the whole thing with them is like they're you know historical levels of filthy like you can't even look at them without getting sick let alone you know they can't be used like to be eaten or whatever or you know like no practical uses they're not helpful for any type of societal economical whatever Uh, they're just useless and then there's a million of them they're like rabbits and they like like to be on the ground like they're like they just like to walk around like you know normal birds cool birds oh they don't even do they even they don't um make uh they they aren't songbirds or whatever they don't make like any pleasant kind of noise they make that i used to think it was cute or endearing when i would only hear it in a movie two times a year or whatever the coo sound man am i tired of that stupid coo sound (laughs) like it's so and there's just so many of them but like the way they walk around these are all things i thought were just like funny you know when you see an animal on the internet or anything that's like not a part of your core experience in like whatever town you live in in montana or whatever um you're like oh that's interesting that that's how that is in this other place in the world or whatever so i was always like oh isn't it kind of funny how they walk around like that they bob their stupid heads (laughs) back and forth Oh, isn't that fun or whatever now? I just like I just have anger bubble up inside me and when I see them Bob their stupid heads Well, <laughs> Why do you insist on being on the ground, you know be a bird be in a gosh darn tree branch? Oh, it's probably because we have no trees here because it's a a, a Concrete slab of you know no trees, but I mean dude it's so uh <laughs> So, I mean, I, I hear, and it there's worse sounds to have to hear all day, but the cooing and, um, but then they also mob, like, just, you know, a, a, a wave of them. And they're on the ground. they like, on the sidewalk, get in your way, you know. And, like, <laughs> when I first came to New York, um, you can kind of tell a New Yorker which I am not a New Yorker yet, but you can kind of tell, like, the tourist from the seasoned, you know, excuse me, based on, like, how, not scared of the pigeons, but just, like, would like to avoid them or whatever. <laughs> you know? Just, like, kind of awkwardly walking around them and, like, they do that stupid thing because they're idiots where they just, like, they get spooked or whatever and they fly, like, a few feet off the ground just, like, to, like, readjust or whatever. It's So freaking stupid. Um... Uh, and when they'd fly up, like, you can tell if a person, like, puts their arm up to, like, guard themselves because they they don't know what's going to happen, you know. That kind of thing. Um, but the whole, the, if they get spooked, get spooked very easily. So, like, I, I noticed, like, I was trying to walk outside my apartment one time. The entire sidewalk blocked <laughs> But I realized you can just make a stomping noise. Not even, like, maliciously or, like, you know, beat it, scram, you know, type thing. But just, like, slam the door kind of hard and they'll just, like, you know. (laughs) Because they're friggin'. Yeah. Um, But the thing is, I think the reason why they hang out there is I always see all this, like, grain on the ground or whatever. Like, you know, like, crumbs. Or whatever, but like always in the same, like I think someone's putting it out for them. Which I want to have a talk with that guy. You know, like, also on the the way to my subway, my commute every day. The, uh, like where, right where the streets, there's some street vendors selling like $2 perfume or whatever stupid thing they're doing. <laughs> there's some things that when I first came here. I was like, there's actually old men wearing wife beaters playing dominoes on the street. Like, that is such a thing from a movie. It's incredible. But it's actually happening in real life here. Like, that's old men wearing wife beaters playing dominoes on a rickety plastic table in some plastic chairs. And they're like, you know, going, hey, you, going? you know, like, <laughs> that is not a real thing. <laughs> it was a campy. It was in a campy 80s movie. They had that going on. But it's happening in real life in 2018. Like, it's crazy. But... And the other thing... The other thing in that category is, like, street vendors selling, like... Well, you have, like, the fake handbags, which is just classic, like, in Times Square. But... um, Also people selling old perfume... Or fake perfume, $2. You know, and, like... The the fruit vendors are cool because they're actually contributing to society. But... um, I think perfume vendors or whatever they're selling, every morning they'll like throw some grain out for the pigeons. But like there's a there's a very important disconnect going on there where apparently they have found some way in their head to think it's a good thing or it's like fun to bring the pigeons to you. And like like it's not like any other kind of bird. It's like not like a snow white thing like oh she can the the doves come right to her and she she's so beautiful in nature with the doves or like you know the whole like the deer oh deer so gorgeous you know it's it's like nature in real life it's all i want to feed it some bread or whatever this is a freaking pigeon dude (laughs) like not okay not absolutely not worth it but like these these guys throwing out grain like do they think they're cool or like or like they, they're attached to them or something like like I haven't caught the other thing is I haven't caught him in the act yet so I, I I don't know anything but they're always there was grain right outside my window grain next to the subway and like <laughs> like do you think you're cute dude do you, do you think you're in nature or something or you're in touch with nature like oh I'm I'm you know I do this and they come. They must be so, you know. Literally, they come when there's a piece of bread on the ground. You're not doing anything like special. You're just like inconveniencing all of us, dude. <laughs> like you must, he, like if if there is a person throwing grain out, he must think he's so sick, you know, so cool to like, yeah, yeah, I'm, you know. I'm, but like, it's different than any other animal. It's a freaking pigeon. There's too many of them. <sighs> apparently that was just bubbling in my head for longer than I thought (laughs) Um, the other thing though this is the thing because I watching them walk around in circles aimlessly and when a a car horn honks they fly five feet in the air and then back down like you easily can draw the conclusion that they're really stupid but they're like historically in you know mythically Legend tells that they are the smartest, you know, because they, carrier pigeons, right? You can, you can strap a little note to them and they'll fly across the country, find the destination, um, amazingly, and then not get lost and come back, you know? That's pretty impressive. I mean, there must be some kind of thing I'm not considering, like, training them or something. But, you know, carrier pigeons, that's the thing. So I, I truly don't know if they're the smartest... <laughs> or the dumbest animal, but I'm tired of them, <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm just going to keep like, like, I'm just going to jump out from my stoop and just like slam my feet into the ground. Just like make the loudest, excuse me, loudest noise possible and just watch them fly. <laughs> it's the other thing. Like if you're a tourist, you're like, oh, that's, that's cute. Like, it's like a thing you don't you don't have to grapple with until you're doing it every day for months, you know, that's a thing. Like, yeah. When you're traveling or when you're just visiting someplace and with the internet, like I can look at, Oh, that's what it's like in Mozambique or, (laughs) you know, there, when you see videos of people, like I have a friend who like went on mission trips and, um, you know, charity, like helping, she went to Africa and stuff and wherever she went, I don't even know. Like there's like lions walking around, you know, and like I see a video of that. I'm like, oh, cool. It's like, yeah, it's like nature that, like, you know, lions are pretty dope. But like, can you imagine like being on month three of like, oh, there's lions around me and I got to be careful. And even if I'm not like in danger, it's just like inconvenient <laughs> that I kind of like drive around the lion, <laughs> You know, just like when something becomes mundane, it's like, no longer charming, you know, but I guess at that point, like the thing I had to remind myself here is just like, remind myself of how cool everything is, you know, and how like exciting it is that the, the buildings are really tall and stuff. <laughs> you know, It's a thing, but man, that's funny. Um, what else is going on? Um, got paid yesterday. That is always, um, a great, a great day. You know, what happened though? I, I, like, we got signed up for this health insurance thing or something. Um, Whatever. Like, all these things that are happening to me that are, like, my first brush with, like, quote, unquote, unquote, adult, whatever, like, you know, adult concerns, you know. Uh, Like, a few of us had to experience tax day for the first time. Um, I I mean, it's health insurance. I need it. It's, you know, important. But they had to take... $200 Two hundred dollars or something out of my paycheck, which you know is fine. I mean, it's not fine. <laughs> it's whatever, but like, it's just the no- I, I don't know. Like every time that happens, like I, I remember when I first first got paid for like any job, like a summer thing, like the first time I ever saw a paycheck, and then I was told it would be whatever amount of money, and then I get the thing, and it's like minus whatever state tax minus something else for you know damages or whatever whatever the thing you know like income tax whatever Uh, oh medicare and medicaid all that junk um like every time like you know i thought that would be like my first time getting it i would be like oh you know every time for years anytime anything changes with my paycheck at all i'm like and i'm a republican again (laughs) Like, I, I become a Republican for minimum 72 hours every time. <laughs> like, I'm like, I, I'm, I become Ron Swanson. Like, I feel the mustache hairs growing out. And I'm like, do not mess with my paycheck, dude. <laughs> do not mess with it, dude. Just don't. I mean, uh, it's just the thing, like, for, uh, for everybody, I'm sure, payday is such an important day you know it's like it it reaffirms like what you've been doing it's like it reminds you why you've been working you can go get an extra lunch that day or whatever you feel like you have you feel like you're secure you feel like you have money it's very important for people for good reason and it's like oh we took out a hundred dollars so we could you know i don't care if it's going to the best charitable cause you know just like don't mess with my paycheck man (laughs) and then you know the whole what is it? Libertarian, whatever argument is like, leave it up to me where, I what charity I give it to, you know, like I will take the surplus and give it to my own charity. Um, but that, that that's not even the thing I'm, that happened to me. Like this is insurance that I need. I'm paying for, you know, they my c- company is paying for it too, or whatever. It's just like a slight change. You know it, i don't even it doesn't even it's not even about like change the color of the check it gets printed on like it's a blue check man if if it comes across like a red check or like you know we change the font of the whatever i'm like don't mess with my check man <laughs> like you change it to it's it's like a slight tint of purple now i'm a republican <laughs> oh it's like it's like a visceral like you it's a um what's the word it's like a fight or flight or what's the you know like for instinctual like did something change with this thing i like don't freaking change it (laughs) i don't even know that's funny but like it, it really is like especially with medicare i had to have or medicaid i'll never know the difference um I had to have it explained to me a couple times, like what I'm doing, why I'm doing it. When that, when I see that thing, it's like, oh, we're paying for people to be able to retire and social security, blah blah. Of course, I'm supportive in a um, theoretical sense, <laughs> you know. Like, it's funny. Whenever anyone like breaks down, like, you take the quiz, like, are you a Democrat or a Republican? And whenever it's something like humanitarian or social or like, just enabling people to be happy or whatever. I'm like, Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, and in a theoretical sense, I'm like, Oh yes. Take from the rich to pay for the poor. We all saw Robin Hood, <laughs> the one with the foxes. We all saw Robin Hood and thought that was a good idea. Right. You know? Um, and I might even still like, you know, if given the choice, I would probably, you know, probably still choose to help out or whatever, but just seeing it from the paycheck I don't know, it's just funny. I'm like I forgot that I that's the political position I hold. Could I not hold that position f- this week? I just wanted to get a new video game, you know. I've been working overtime a couple days this week. Just don't mess with the paycheck. <laughs> but, you know, and like every time it's funny. Every time in college when these Low key, dumb nineteen-year-old Bernie voters would be like, "Yeah, yeah, would you could take all the money from the people that make more than thirty-one thousand dollars a year and give it to the people that make no money, <laughs> because <laughs> because they have a fascination with burning money and so they burn all the money that they can come come in contact with." And I'm like, and I, every time I would be like this open-minded, fresh-faced, you know, eighteen-year-old be like, "Yeah." <laughs> dude yeah t- totally that sounds so sick dude <laughs> i'm totally on board with that you know you got you have a point dude you have a point because you know it's our it's our responsibility dude to help <laughs> and then the second i get a paycheck i'm like eh, libertarian <laughs> Eh, don't mess with my 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 freedoms my personal liberties <laughs> It's so funny. I feel. I feel like. I hope. I feel like that happens to everybody. Like, like yeah. I voted Democrat or whatever. But just today, dude. Just don't take it out of the paycheck. <laughs> you know. I mean, I get it. And the other thing is, I I feel kind of what is it romantically or like I I really like the idea of work as hard as you can. The harder you work, you know capitalism i guess capitalism in a pure done correctly sense not like corrupted by all the corruption and corruption you know but like you work harder you get paid more you put in the work you succeed and that does not um bring into the conversation the very real things about people not starting on the same level and people being people having a harder time and blah blah blah. people having an easier time you know totally get all that there's a very worthwhile debate to be had But <laughs> I don't know like I like I have the idea like if I You know work From whatever place I started which Was easier than a lot of people But if I if I work as hard as I have to work Or whatever to get to the million dollar tax bracket I'm kind of feeling like I don't want to And it sounds like a republican talking point It, it might be but like I don't want to be punished For my hard work Or whatever you know like i just want my money man but then like you get into like billions if you if you're a billionaire and you don't even remember you don't even notice when full millions you know you like misplace a million dollars because it's like a ten dollars to you then you can just like throw all that at the charities you know excuse me or whatever so there's there's probably some middle ground to be found but you know uh, I don't even know what. <laughs> trying very hard to toe the line here, on uh, what <laughs> what stance I'm taking, but you know what I mean. It's funny. Don't mess with the paycheck, dude. Just do not touch the paycheck. Um, maybe I'm just feeling pretty. Uh, I'm feeling a kind of money focused because I don't <laughs> I. First of all, I had to, like, one expense and another, and, like, I you know, I just spend a lot of money necessarily, but, like, I'm feeling like, you know, there's... I have less money than I did three days ago, you know, that kind of feeling? But I downloaded a bunch of these apps that you can find that, like, manage your money. Or not manage, but, like, literally all it is is you, you give them the login information to your bank account. Which <laughs> sounds really bad, but no, they don't, like... would would you just show them what you spend and they just spit it back at you and they're like you spent this much on food this much on travel this much on going to the movies and it is is among one of the most eye-opening experiences I've ever had in my life (laughs) because dude homeboy was spending so much money on food unnecessarily like like I and and just like random junk, like, you know, like I'd go to the pharmacy to get like a, like, you know, a box of tissues and a chocolate milk or whatever, because those are the things I needed or whatever. And I'd like, I'd like just, you know, when you're walking through Target, classic relatable humor, you're just like, oh, I came for uh, a new set of clothes hangers and you, you leave like with like an Xbox and, and uh, a new sweater and um, you know a blender or whatever and it's like what how did this happen is your store laid out so strategically that (laughs) That like you tricked me into buying things, but um Like I I was just I guess I was spending I wasn't thinking about what I was buying I would every at the end of every month. I would look and see like did I lose money this month and because I didn't thankfully because I don't know, but uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Just run it back one more time. (laughs) Just Rinse and repeat, baby. I'm going to get a bagel every morning. (laughs) It's a very real thing. I'm glad I'm, or I'm lucky I don't drink coffee that often. Because, dude, you know, I, I don't even know how much that costs, four or five, or if you get it at Starbucks, a little bit more, right? But five bucks every morning, you know, five times 30, $600 a month, just, you know, so you can say don't wake me up before my coffee or or wait sorry don't talk to me before i've had my coffee (laughs) dude the whole i've been i i for a long time did not drink coffee um just because like i didn't i i thought i was doing something to my head like the caffeine or like i was just like it was jazzing me up too much and i was just like freaking out and you know Who knows if it even was or whatever. But, like, I went cold turkey for a while. But then I read all these stupid articles, which is just what happens with everything in the world. Every, you know, everything you can consume from eggs to, you know, black tar heroin. You'd be like, if it came out with a study that was like, oh full of antioxidants and you know decreases the risk of um lupus or whatever (laughs) like oh i'm gonna go buy i'm gonna go buy some black tar heroin (laughs) (laughs) or whatever like the whole thing like new study proclaims eggs are healthy or whatever every week you know um but there's a lot of ones about coffee um like important diseases like alzheimer's which i am not about to get dude not about to get that um decreases Alzheimer's, um, something. And I forget. And it's not even the caffeine. It's like whatever else is involved, roasting the beans or whatever. But so I read that article and I'm like, "Uh, do I have to start drinking coffee again? (laughs) Um, so I'm occasionally, uh, you guys know I drink Soylent meal replacement, um, available at Soylent.com. I wish I had an offer code for you, but I don't. Um, they have a coffee flavor that has actual coffee I- included. So I've been drinking a little bit of that. Um, but I'm also like every now and then I'll have a, I'll try coffee just in the office or a, uh, also decaf, you know, and I'm not really seeing the whole point, <laughs> but like the, the whole, it's like a cultural, it's like a, like a, just a, a huge joke or, you know, a joke, universally like every like goofy little mug you've seen in like uh a bed bath and beyond like uh you know first step of every morning have my coffee (laughs) you know (laughs) like do not talk to me before i've had my 8 a.m coffee you know oh i've had my coffee uh uh uh, you can speak to me now (laughs) i just i don't quite think that's the way we should be doing it you know like you you could be all like edgy and be like, it's technically a drug and you have dependence on that drug, you know? But I don't know, man. It's like, I'm not, I don't need, I don't need something that, cause I I like, and of course I have the worst sleep habits in the world, but I've like kind of prided myself on not being able to, or not being, not having to quote unquote wake up or like need something to wake up in the morning. I just like, Whatever state I wake up in like I'm stuck there, you know and Probably without my knowing I've just been Negative 200% productivity the first two hours of the day because I don't have something to wake me up like the rest of you people you know (laughs) But um the whole like I need something to wake me up Or like it's a thing I do every day You know I don't know but then it's like a slippery slope logically because I I can come here and say like I don't want a dependence on a thing to affect the rest of my day or whatever but like we eat vitamins you know if you don't eat food you're going to feel bad you're going to be lethargic if you don't drink water like it's all things you're putting into your body straight up like it's there's always going to be you can't like be free of things that you ingest that affect how you ha- are or whatever like um tim ferris who i brought up last week uh another thing he does is he like ultra experiments with every single thing you can possibly even dream about putting in your body every vitamin every supplement every type of nutrition every diet plan and he like is so scientific about it he's like oh th- three tablespoons of dupa beta carotene or whatever or serotene (laughs) like will increase your uh um your efficiency by like four percent or you know like you'll you'll be able to burn fat more quickly or whatever like everything has everything you put in your body has a result more or less and they're not always bad in fact they rarely are bad unless it's like a bad thing you know so coffee's basically just like that i guess but, um, what am I trying to say here? <laughs> Forget I got it at this point. But yeah, coffee. Oh, yeah. So I, I don't, I've been happy not having to pay $5 every month for coffee, you know. But whenever I pass, oh, I talked about it on here. Zaro's Family Bakery. Yeah. Classic episode, by the way. <laughs> if you go back in the vaults, <laughs> the Dope Clouds archives for the Zaro's Family Bakery episode. No, but. I would I will get a bagel and chocolate milk every day and it feels great when you're doing it you're like you you are technically aware that you're spending money but you are not aware that it is 650 or what is it it's it's too much every you know every time you walk by thankfully it's not every day but like so going back to the original thing I was burning money at an alarming rate dude which I mean not I, I was fine like I, I was always above water I was actually you know putting money away and like i always i keep putting money into my savings account and it feels really good you know but like i could be doing so much more i could like not waste money at the rite aid while also refusing to get a rite aid rewards card <laughs> refusing dude every single time i go there you know once every week or two you know and they're like do you have a rite aid card you could save money with every transaction and i'm like Nah, <laughs> you're not about to get me on that mutually beneficial, free to sign up uh, experience right now. Nah, <laughs> I I really should get a Rite Aid card. Right Aid card. Um, but yeah, just like saving money, don't eat out as much, tip a little bit less because I'm always guilty of tipping slightly too much. Because I, did you ever feel like? tipping is the most specific type of like you have to really grapple with the humanity of yourself and the person you're dealing with because like you have an opportunity to quantify how much how well you think a person did um and like how much you value like you know that person i guess or like their services you know like, you can say, I thought you were 15% good <laughs> or whatever, 25%. Oh, you were really nice that one time and our dishes only took 12 minutes to come out instead of 15. Uh, oh, how about 20%? <laughs> and like, you know, you feel that, like, you don't feel, like, better as a person or whatever, but I don't know. I always catch myself making the calculation of, like, oh, I want This person was nice service was basically, you know, uh, perfect or as perfect as it could have been or whatever. I'm going to up the tip count, you know, and there's also always, I know other people have feel, felt this before, like you're leaving the restaurant. You're not going to see him again. You, the, the transaction is done. They put the check on the table and they say, have a good night because they're not going to see you again, but you still manage to get in your head like, Oh, I hope they, I hope they like me. And I I don't want to, <laughs> Like, I don't want to be mean, because what if I see a... Like, <laughs> what if they come back to, like, refill my water one last time, and they see that I only left them 17.5%, and they, like, they they give me judgy eyes or whatever. Or, you know, just... I picture them, when you leave, they pick up the check, uh, and they, they see whatever you tipped, and they either feel, they feel medium uh, happy or sad about it, or whatever, you know, or mad. Uh, I just... I always get in my head about that kind of stuff. But yeah, so I need to tip slightly less <laughs> moving forward. Cuz like I walked dogs for that one week when I did that and then never did it again. <laughs> and I the tipping was such an interesting cuz it was weird on that one because the app uh um the Wag app uh go to download the Wag app use the offer code robin62663 for free walks today. <laughs> Or whatever it was I think that was it um like you could tell like the old, the little old lady with the dog didn't exactly know how to work the app like it was almost a miracle she got the the walk booked in the first place so like I, I understood if she didn't tip because maybe she didn't even see the button or whatever um but like it was the first time I had been in a like a service situation I've been very fortunate in my life uh that I haven't had to be a waiter yet um or anything like that, you know Although sometimes I catch myself thinking like It would be kind of fun Well, I say that and then every every person who's ever waited a table that's listening to this is like you do not know What you're talking about <laughs> It's not that fun, you know, but like I like to think of like oh, I would try to I would be I would try really hard now Like be efficient and I would like make small talk with the whatever, you know, and I would get mad tips, right? But this was my first time in a tipping scenario, so I was. It was like so nice when someone tipped really high. It was like amazing. It's a really nice feeling because it's like, I guess it's connected to your performance or like your worth or whatever, which probably isn't healthy to connect those things. But, um. And then when someone tipped low, I was like kind of mad. <laughs> I had no business being mad at all but i was i was kind of mad <laughs> uh it's fun um so i uh yeah tip less spend less money on food just buy the groceries at the cheap place the cheap mom and pop grocery store just buy a head of lettuce and there's already olive oil in the the pantry and make a very bare bones salad six days a week and enjoy it <laughs> enjoy the like 75 dollars you're saving just by doing that or whatever you know um so yeah i'm gonna manage my money um you know dude this is the fastest an episode is gone i feel like i've just been talking for not too long and we've already just burned through it so i have one more thing that is very important i need to talk about here i did not think i was gonna have to do this or um maybe i was thinking i wouldn't have to because it would be it would blow over or whatever but um it keeps popping up in the news it's like you know the the cycle keeps continuing just a little bit kanye west (laughs) let's get into it ladies and gentlemen kanye freaking west dude all right so if you Miraculously, and I'm very jealous of you if you have managed to miss out on this news cycle, quick recap. Man has been saying some dumb things. He has been publicly associating himself, you know, proudly with uh, Trump. Um, been saying some just really stupid and super offensive stuff. And the the culture narrative is like a lot of people are like, jumping ship and like saying like this is the fall of Kanye West or whatever. And, um, you know, like this one's not okay. <laughs> and like a lot of like very serious people taking it very seriously, like writing think pieces, like why this is, you know, whatever. Okay. There's a lot to break down here. But first of all, I have been here for years. I... I don't even know how to start. I'm so amped up because I have known this man. This man is one of the most prodigiously stupid people in the history of the world. <laughs> the, this has been, I've i have been on this boat for years. This man is one of the stupidest people on the planet Earth. He's just a stupid dude. But like the, th- the problem is, the problem with all of this is, he has managed to. He, the early music was really good, and he was like he was another guy in the in the the game or whatever. He like he public figure, celebrity, musician. It's great. Somewhere along the way, I guess we began to take him too seriously, or something. I don't know who started that train. Uh, at the exact same time, he began to take himself too seriously, because we enabled him to, and we did not say no. Bad. That's not good to to take yourself so seriously and because as I've already mentioned he's one of the stupidest people on the planet um maybe he didn't have the tools to (laughs) um you know get some distance from himself you know make a disconnect between the person and the art like oh I'm just a guy just like the rest of us I make rap music I'm pretty good at it my beats are really good that's why Jay-Z you know picked me out of the, the lineup like you know all those years ago whatever um instead we both society culture fans of music uh and himself just shot him into this like avant-garde like oh your music is so important you're making so many statements you're like you're you're such you're such a, a figure you're such an icon or whatever i think you know even back then i was like this is not freaking true this isn't how like the music's not that good. Music's good. I, I I give to you, the music is good. Music's gotten worse as he's, you know, moved on this this journey of his. But like the whole I don't know. We we everyone a hundred percent of people have taken him too seriously. Um there's also the whole we've seen the signs uh for a very long time. Just how eccentric and how much he's been acting out <laughs> acting out you know what I mean just making making a scene the Taylor Swift VMAs thing you know that was like 2009 it was like Obama was like just president and that was happening you know um uh the Hurricane Katrina thing which was actually you know depending on who you talk to is was like a different type of that's a different category um but well, you know, not leaving Taylor Swift alone for t- for eight years, which I am firmly, 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 as I've mentioned on here before, team Taylor on that, dude. You know, exclude her from the narrative, you know? <laughs> which I know is like a joke at this point. But, um, but dude. But I feel like you just can't have him be such a freaking public goofball all the time and then write the big important article about why Yeezus was such a monumental, you know, piece of art, which it was not it was it was maybe fine as an album There's some good songs on there all produced by other Producers, which is why all the beats were good, you know, you like that song on Yeezus It's probably because Daft Punk made it and then Kanye wrote lyrics in a week-and-a-half and and spit them out and made the song worse by being on it (laughs) I'm just saying Um, You cannot hold him in such high esteem and then see the issue is Remember when that human idiot tweeted Bill Cosby innocent, <laughs> and all you freaking people, all you people that are like, you know, think he's so cool and important, like all composed your serious tweets of like, this is very disappointing, and like wrote uh, think pieces of like, um, you know, why, why this is not okay, why, why, you know, you. You cannot say things like that. Meanwhile, I've been here. Even years before that, I was like, yeah, of course he's an idiot. Of course we cannot take a word he says seriously. We can't even take a a modicum of anything he says as anything worth reading, let alone worth writing about. But because he's in this influential position, dude, because you people listen to him for some reason as a person, you know, then you get you've, you've bought in. That's the thing, dude you decided to stake so much of what you thought was cool and who you thought was a really dope dude and like an important figure you staked so much of that on this huge idiot dude and that's what you get when you take a risk like that and you know miscalculate put your chips into the wrong um, what's the word <laughs> you know the, the the poker analogy whatever um, put all your uh, money behind the wrong horse you know because this it's only a matter of time before he betrays you because he has no capacity or concept to be anything other than disappointing <laughs> of course you hope he would aspire to and you know always work towards you know the music's fine but the minute he became a public like you know another level public figure you know and it's a really interesting comparison you know all the all the stuff between him and trump He's, he's really been a fan of him for a while, honestly, because he isn't, I don't mean to keep calling him an idiot, but he's a freaking idiot. He can't see, you know, the very obvious, you know, he sees a guy that's nice to him that, you know, uh, like a lot of the country, probably he's a little bit, you know, swayed by his language or his rhetoric or whatever. Um, another thing, of course he loves Trump because they're very similar Um, he, just like Trump tricked a populace, uh, in certain times, very stupid populace into thinking he was cool and worthwhile and that his, uh, his shoes were cool, (laughs) you know? Meanwhile, it's just like all a facade. It's like a farce, you know, it's, it's fake gold on the buildings. You know, it really is like, that's a a huge thing. The shoes are not good. The shoes do not look good. (laughs) A couple of them, I will admit, look kind of good. but like almost by accident, you know, that whole thing, you it, it, see, it, it's kind of leading me on to believe like you can come to the conclusion that all of fashion and culture is a tiny bit a huge joke because a guy like this can just come in and bloviate and just sway the entire narrative and like make every shoe that comes out look like a pajama slipper with the heel that goes back like a triangle like th- that became a trend in uh sneakers and it was just because he did not know how to design a shoe correctly <laughs> you know? like i don't know a couple of the shoes are good a couple of them are travesties and you guys can't tell the difference you guys don't know what shoe i'm talking about because you think they all look sick you know supreme and all that that's a whole different conversation of like trends and people making big loud statements and like oh let's follow the you know it's it's all a big thing but um dude so like i i was here before i i feel like i noticed right around the, the taylor swift vmas thing i was like who what what human being would be so insane as to do that you know um and then it was just reaffirmed and I was pointing and laughing. I was pointing and laughing at every single one of you that was disappointed when the Bill Cosby innocent thing came out. That was just funny to me. It's very very funny. But now now you guys finally strike 5 or whatever, you know, finally you come around to my side of like realizing man's been an idiot since day 1. And like, you know, he's trying it's so funny. He's trying to make all these big important statements. Like you know when he said he said something like slavery was a choice or something, something really horrible and offensive. You know he was trying to make, like, say something, like, really, like, sick and profound, you know? But he does, yeah, he can't. He can't. <laughs> um, and just, you know, being being a man in his position and just not knowing that associating himself with Trump would be just a really bad thing, you know? I don't know. Uh, freely and um, unironically thinking a-, a Kardashian is cool and marriage material, that's not a red flag to you? That's not a red flag to you? <laughs> the man? <laughs> I mean, come on, people. It's been staring you in the face for years. And just because the album was okay, because Daft Punk made it better and he got Bonnie Vera to sing on that one song. I, I, I've i been listening to some of the lyrics of the song, some of the songs I used to like, dude, from, like, kind of, like, one of the better eras of his music. Lyrics were not good enough, dude. And, like, I get it. Like, it's such a, like, I mean, just like Trump, it's our gargantuan achievement of marketing, uh, human influence, you know, just, like, marketing yourself and, like, just making something out of literally nothing just by, like, pushing it you know he he is for better or worse a fashion icon at this exact moment um he he created a huge um what's the word movement a uh, trend all shoes look like yeezys right now that's a very real thing you know of course music was influenced by him some of his earlier stuff was very worthwhile to be influential you know i don't know but it's um so I can't, like, knock him, excuse me, for, you know, it's like it's just like you very, very begrudgingly have to think Trump at least kind of knew what he was doing, you know, but it's so easy to think that he didn't, and I'm almost positive he didn't, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I've been rambling, I might have just lost my, the every listener that might have thought this show was cool for a minute, but... I don't know, man. Dude is really stupid. And like every time I'm like, of course he's going to, he's, you know, I'm never surprised anymore, you know? Yeah. Like I, I, dude, I was here a decade ago on this, on this uh, hill. I will die on this hill. I I have been here. I have not wavered. (laughs) Uh, You know? It's, it's all really interesting. You know, it happens every now and then like something new will happen Like he put out that plain white t-shirt Uh made from egyptian cotton or whatever and it was he sold it for a thousand dollars That's a very that's like that's like a, a thing worth studying of how you can use influence and um a brand or whatever To sell a piece of cloth that I could make you know or whatever for a thousand dollars And you know the whole fashion um, like you, you might've seen Supreme, uh, there is just this company that has a, a very distinguishable, um, red logo. It says Supreme on it. If you put it on a t-shirt because of the way the trends and the, the hype and the, the machine of everything has is, is trended, you can sell that t-shirt for hundreds, you know, put it on anything, a pair of shoes, a, a handbag or whatever. Like it, it's a very, very real thing that um that has influence you know and it's how trump got elected kind of you know just i don't know it's weird it's really weird um it's probably not indicative of the healthiest things about us but i don't know man but I, i i do like that everybody's kind of catching up now and realizing that kanye's not worth the time you know but uh, I hope that any of that made sense, and that just carried us through to the last five minutes here. <laughs> What's up, um, dude? I hear the pigeons outside my window <laughs> and the siren. It's classic. You know, I, I looking back, this episode is kind of kind of ranty. <laughs> I might have been a little bit uh, a little bit out there on this one, uh, just because the pigeons, dude, they're freaking me out. let's see um do we want to read an ad um it's funny i I really i think i am getting closer to concluding that we do not need to read ads anymore until i get a sponsor (laughs) but it's fun it's a good practice you know i need to get i need to get the the ad voice really you know set so let's do one more we'll see what happens next week but seat geek great product. Please sponsor me SeatGeek. All right. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated and confusing but there's a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. With their seamless mobile experience you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. SeatGeek also has plenty of concerts, comedy, and theater tickets, too. And best of all, our listeners get a $0 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase. Get your $0 rebate on tickets. Download the SeatGeek app, go to the Settings tab, click Add Promo Code, and enter the promo code CLOUDS. SeatGeek will send you $0 once you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code CLOUDS today. This episode is not sponsored by SeatGeek. And I think you can get a actual discount with the promo code Phil, P H I L, Philip DeFranco, um, and please enjoy that. Um, I definitely use Seek geek occasionally. I bought uh, tickets to the U.S. Open with that discount. It was really nice. It's like a, you know, nice. I, I love when a um, a company has a nice uh, app. You know, the mobile experience is clean and stuff. Like, I will never get over, uh, d- you know, downloading all these apps this weekend for money stuff. Like, whenever an app is, like, so clean and, like, you know, things fade in and, like, it feels it's all unified with the art direction and, like, you know, it's, like, very crisp and the keyboard just comes up and you type and then, like, it, it slides and, like, navigating around is, like, it's a really weird thing that we have to deal with and think is important nowadays, but, like, the the app experience feels nice and feels cool and artful and you know easy you know um but it's real i love apps (laughs) apps are important dude um yeah we got two minutes here um well thank you guys so much for listening i hope you've enjoyed um dope clouds episode two or episode 15 uh yeah I'm uh, I'm liking it I like just seeing this is so awful and um self-centered but I like I search in the app store for dope clouds or whatever and it comes up and I I like see the logo and it's like it's in the actual app store you know it exists and I can click on it and it says you know it's just cool it's 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 like it's there you know and people can listen to it if they want (laughs) you know uh but okay i think that's about it for me um i hope you guys have a great week uh had a great weekend um oh we have a twitter now it is empty but if you want to tweet at me uh yet another uh username on the internet that was available for this name i wonder why (laughs) but it is twitter.com slash dope clouds and maybe we'll start doing something on there i don't know I'll at least tweet the links to things and stuff but uh yeah so hit me up there just say whatever um and yeah just uh hope you have a great week guys thank you so much as always for listening and i'll see you later see you